Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. On this wonderful Wednesday morning. Good morning to you on this wonderful Wednesday morning. Wake on up. Wake on up. Welcome to the Love Morning Show. I am your host, J.B. Lee. And what a good morning it is. Wake on up on this wonderful Wednesday morning. Get your day started. I'm telling you, God loves you. Get your day started knowing God loves you. Wake on up on this wonderful Wednesday morning. Man, I believe it's going to be a beautiful day. Look cool outside. The weather's getting cooler. And I'm telling you, I'm loving every bit of it. We've had a hot, hot, hot summer. And we're expecting a little cool weather starting this week, next week. And I am grateful to be alive to see it come in. Man, I'm telling you, God is good. Good morning to you. Good morning. Welcome to the Love Morning Show. I hope everybody had a good week so far. We on hump day, Wednesday hump day. And I'm telling you, it's good to be alive on this wonderful Wednesday morning. Listen, every morning we always say what God says about us because what he says about us is true. Good morning to us again. What he says about us is true every morning. God is not like man. He cannot lie. What he says about you is true. He says he loves us with an everlasting love. That means his love has no expiration date. It will not end. It will not fade. It will not expire. His love is not like milk. It will not expire. <laughs> and he says, he says that we're, we're fearfully and wonderfully made and we're more than conquerors. He says he loves us with an everlasting love. Everlasting. And he says that we're fearfully and wonderfully made and we are more than conquerors. Wake on up on this wonderful Wednesday morning. Get your day started knowing God loves you, that he care about you. Listen, I'm telling you, when you wake up knowing God loves you, that's better than coffee. That's better than Starbucks. That's better than, than uh, the, uh, what's that, the Red Bull. When you know he loves you, in spite of yourself, in spite of what you've done, what you're going through, what you've been through, when you know he loves you, that's enough to keep your day going. That's enough to get you started throughout the day. Man, waking up knowing the God that made the heavens and the earth and everything in the universe loves us. Man, oh man, it don't get no better than that. What you think about it? God loves me. You know what? When you wake up in the morning, you ought to say, Good morning. God loves me. <laughs> Every morning you wake up, you ought to just say, Woo, God, I thank you. I know that you love me. Man, it's amazing. You say, Well, you know what? I I don't a lot of people when they wake up in the morning time, I know I I know this is gonna be a hard day for me because what I done last night. And that man, listen, God ain't keeping no record. He ain't keeping no score. Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. God is good And uh, he ain't keeping no record He ain't keeping no score Do you listen I heard this guy talking And this is not my subject But uh, I got to mention this I heard this guy uh, I guess he was I don't know if he was preaching or talking Anyway He was talking about uh, He was talking about How God is Towards us He was you know Like 
every time you do something, you need to go ask for forgiveness because uh, you you don't know where your life gonna end up, and you you haven't asked for forgiveness, you haven't prayed for forgiveness, you hadn't did anything to. And I'm thinking, man, you there's something got to be wrong with a. Listen, I, I'm just saying, if if you believe, if you believe that God is so petty. Man, I'm t- God is not like us. See, we think that's how people they think God is like man. God is petty. Well, you know what? I did this last night. Let me go. Let me go ask for forgiveness and pray ten times. See, there's nothing wrong with saying I'm sorry. But all your sins have been forgiven. Good morning, Deacon Lamb. All your sins. Jesus is not going back on the cross. Good morning, Dars. All your sins have been forgiven, past, present, and future. The, the people that have the most problem with that is people that's trying to work for salvation. I'm just telling you like it is. Good morning. Good morning, Kevin. See, people that don't believe their sins are forgiven, they, they think that there's something they got to do. Jesus is enough. He he done it all. He says all your sins. Let me let me let me give you a good example. You can go read this in Hebrews. Around the ninth chapter, I believe it is. Eight or ninth chapter. See, when the priest would have to go in every year for the sacrifice, they'd go in and come back out. They'd go in and come back out because they had to go in for every year. Every year they had to go in for the sin. And 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 they had a little bell tied to them. And if they didn't come, if they didn't hear that bell ringing and they had to pull them out of there. It was that God had done struck that one dead. So that was that was that wasn't a good year. <laughs> they had to, somebody had to repeat the sacrifice. But see, when Jesus went in, he went in once for all. And when he went in, there see when man went in as on the earth, when the priest went in, there was no seat in the tabernacle. There was no seat in there. So there was nowhere for the priest to sit down. So he had to come back out. When Jesus went in, God knows you got to read this for yourself. When he went in, there was a seat. (laughs) When Jesus went in, because the word says that he sat down. He didn't have to come back out because he finished it. Do you see what I'm saying? See, when man went in, there was no seat for man to sit down. When Jesus went in, there was a seat. And it says that he was seated. (laughs) Good Lord, have mercy. That means he didn't have to come back out. Man, go read it for yourself. He said, I, I listen, I did this once and for all. You don't have to worry about this no more. I've taken care of sin. I've forgiven all of your sin. That's the reason he could sit down. And then, then when we come into the knowledge of him, he says in Ephesians that we are seated with him in heavenly places. That means we are seated with him where he sat down. There's no more coming and going out of. See, if 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 that was true. That, that that every time you did something There would have to be a sacrifice for sin Man that don't work that way I know what we've been taught I know what we've heard all our life And it's not true It's not true I know I know People say well you know That's what I've always heard That's what I've always been taught Yes And it's, and it's always been not true <laughs> God loves us people He loves us and people say, well, did that mean you can do anything? Listen, when you know he loves you, you're not going to want to do anything. I, I get so sick of people saying, well, does, does his grace mean I can live any kind of way? You were doing that before his grace. 
His grace gives you opportunity to know that he loves you and know that you can live a life in him where you don't have to do the things that you used to do. You're not going to want to do the things you used to do. Is, he, is there still going to be some things in your life that you don't have right? Yes, there are. My grandfather was 90, about 96 years old when he passed, and he was still dealing with some things in his life when he was at 96. You always going to be having something to work on. There's always something you can improve on in your life. There's always something you may, might need to stop doing. There's always something. So no, just because of grace, you're not going to want to live and do any kind of thing. That That's idiotic. But what you will do when you know that he loves you and you come into the knowledge of his grace in your life, you're going to want to do what's pleasing him. He's going to give you, he says, Philippians 2.13 says, he's working and you're giving you the desire and the power. That word power means the ability to do what pleases him. He's going to give you a new desire when he's working in you. When you're born again, he's living in you. You're going to have a different desire to do things. So you don't. Every time somebody says, well, you know, grace, people talk about that grace that they just talk, they just want to do what they want to do. You just shut them down to them. No, no, no. Grace, grace gives you a desire to do what pleases God. I'm telling you, God loves us. He loves us and he wants the best for our life. And you don't listen, don't, don't, don't let people try to influence you that you need to work and there's something you got to do. See, we always trying to add to what Jesus does. I don't know why I'm on this up. This ain't even my topic, but I got to stay here. Listen, everybody, we, we got this natural instinct that we need to help God. <laughs> good morning. Good morning, Mika. We got this natural instinct somewhere in, in, in etched in our brain and in our DNA that we need to help God be God. You can't help God be God. See, if you could have if you could have did anything to get rid of your sin, you would have done it. But you couldn't do it. So Jesus had to come do it for us. And when he did it for us, he didn't half do it. He didn't he didn't do 10 percent of it, a 70 percent. He didn't do 80 percent. He did it 100 percent. He forgave all of our sins, past, present and future. He completed it all. He did it all. He finished the work. And all we have to do is walk in it and live in it and accept it for what it is because you can't find nothing no better. Nowhere on this earth, nowhere in heaven, nowhere beneath the earth that would do what he done. He done it all. And we need to accept it and believe it and live in it and walk in it and love in it. Good morning, Rose, because I'm telling you, God is good. We keep making excuses about what we got to do. We keep trying to add to something that God has already done. It's like uh, I gave this analogy a while back. It's like somebody call you up and say, look, Doris, I got you a car. Mika, I got a brand new car for you. All you got to do is come down here to the Ford assembly line and pick it up. And you go down there to pick it up. And it, it, the car done been through all the inspection. It done rolled off the assembly line. All you need to do is get the key and drive. And you go there with your little water bottle or your little tar shine stuff, and you got to add something to it. You got to squirt something on the wheel. Now he's ready. That's how we do, that's how we do the redemptive work of Jesus. We always trying to add something to it. <laughs> Come on, people. Let's stop trying to add to what God done and just believe it. Accept it. We may listen. I do not know why I'm on this, but I, I got to stay with it. 
See, we make a ritual out of something God has already done. I'm telling you, we do it all the time. All he asks us to do is live a life in him. Come together every now and then to, to worship and praise him, to edify and lift one another. And we go in there in the church to make a ritual. We, we, got to, we, we don't feel like we've done nothing unless we done rolled over and turned over some chairs and knocked somebody down. <laughs> I know I'm telling the truth. We got to add to and it's, man, it's, I'm telling you, it's getting ridiculous. We're always trying to add to what God has already done. See, he done it. The, the work was finished through Jesus Christ. He didn't ask you to add nothing to it. All he asked you to do was believe. And we can't even get that right because we're trying to do so much work. All he wants to do is believe and live this life in him. See, once you believe, you know what to do in living this life in him. But we, we, we spend most of our time, we spend 90% of our time trying to figure out what can we do to make what Jesus done better. I quit that years ago. I, I quit that years ago. I, I got, I got to, I got to, I, I remember, man, I was 18, 19 years old. And they said, well, you know what? You got to give this amount. You got, to, this is what we got to do to give this amount. To, and, and, and the reason we do this because that's what he wants to do. That, that 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 that's so far from the truth. It's pitiful. It's, it's pitiful, and people spend their life. They 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 they. I, there's nothing wrong. There, everybody should be a giver. But you you ain't no you ain't got no business giving your light bill, and you sitting in the dark, <laughs> or your car payment, and you can't drive. You can't go nowhere. Listen, listen. We try to do, we do too much. My granddaughter's always, be, be, I'd be messing with her. He's like, Papa, you do too much. You're doing too much. <laughs> but that's how we do in church. That's how we do in God. We do too much. We're, we're overrated. We've been doing too much. And we don't even have time to listen at what he's saying because we're always trying to do something. God said, look, just, just go over there and, and sit down and listen at me. And you won't do that. That's too easy. That, that, that don't get enough attention. That don't, that, don't, that don't bring the house down. We do too much. And then when God is trying to, God is trying to, he, see, we already blessed. And, and a lot of our blessings haven't manifested yet because we can't even hear where they're coming from. We can't even see where they're coming from because we so focused on doing too much. That's our attitude. I got to do this because if I don't do this, God ain't going to bless. But God said you're blessed. <laughs> Darcy, sit down and be quiet. Kevin said do too much. We do. We do too much. And we think that's God. We think that he's, he's, he's commissioned us to do all this and do all that and do all this and do all that. You, you know, people have asked me, say, Jeff, when you go up a church? Man, what what are, what are you kidding? There's enough church around. He ain't doing nothing. <laughs> All we need is one more. No, unless God direct me to do something like that, I'm not doing it. I, I, nah, it's going to take God to say, Jeff, okay, this is what I want you to do. Because, see, I, there are a lot of people that didn't run and open up churches and stuff and, and got people in there ain't teaching them nothing. I almost cussed. Like not teach them a dog on thing. They don't know nothing. 
And, and all you do is you go in, you sing a few songs, you read a script you don't understand, you leave out of there empty, you go back the next Sunday empty. You ain't ne- you can't even get a half a tank because you don't know. They don't know nothing. The, the ones that's up preaching and teaching, they don't know nothing. And they're filling you up with nothing but air. And you can't run off air. You need something in the tank. And people say, well, you know what? God might be calling you to do this. God, man, I'm listen, I sit my tail down and I listen and see what God is saying. I don't listen to that people. I ain't never been that kind of person. I don't listen to that people. I'm going to listen to God. See, if I get something wrong, it ain't going to be because I listen to somebody else because I, got, I just got it wrong. Because, see, I'm going to spend most of my time, I'm going to spend 99% of my time listening to that God and telling my, the other 1% is telling my mind to shut up so I can hear him. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say that again. I must spend 99% of my time listening at God. The other 1% of the time, I'm going to be telling my own mind to shut up because I need to hear from God. I ain't listening to other people. That's been our problem. We keep listening to other people. Get somewhere and sit down and listen at God. Let God lead, our, lead your life. You'll have more success. They telling you, oh, you need to do this. Oh, you got to do this. God wants you to do that. And you run into the, the Walmart prophets and you run into the Dollar General prophets and the Family Dollar prophets. And they, they everywhere. They on every corner. They on you turn on TikTok. They all on TikTok and they all on Facebook. Everybody prophesying and lying and carrying on. And people listening at them and send them their money. And they tell you, God wants you to sow a seed in this and sow a seed in that and give to this and give to that. And everybody's on there just giving out the money. They ain't getting nothing in return because you're putting your seed in some bad ground. And you wonder why ain't nothing happening in your life. Shut that mess down. Somebody come up, you in Walmart, Dollar General, all these uh, family dollar profits. God told me to, he ain't said nothing to me about it. I ain't heard nothing from God about what you said. All right, keep it moving. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, man. We need to get this thing together and depend on him. That's what this is about. We need to depend on God. Let him lead us and guide us. Stop following all these people. If God plants you in a, in a good church where you can get some good understanding and some good teaching, I ain't talking about preaching. I'm talking about some teaching, man. We need some teaching. See, we've been preached to for years about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Dang is in the line then. Job, he... Suffer so long, the flesh fell. We we know all that. We can go we can go verbatim when they start talking. We know all the stories. I'm talking about some teaching to teach us how to live in Christ, how to be seated in heavenly places where He said we are seated, how to live in this world and not be of this world. I'm talking about some teaching. We need some teaching on how how to how to how to love one another and how to be kind to. We need some teaching. All this preaching ain't done no good. Most of it haven't done any good. We, we got the same issue. They go in and they all that. And you, you leave out. And he said, what, what, you, what the preacher preach about today? I don't know, man, but he tore the house down. I don't know what she did. Man, that girl, that girl put it down. You don't know nothing they said. All you know, your emotions got stirred up. And, and, and you seen a couple of cartwheels and a flip. And you say, oh, we had church today. And you haven't learned a thing. People say, Jeff, why are you talking like that? Because nobody else ain't going to say it. We got to do better, people. We got to learn something. 
We got to learn. The word says that we are healed. I got, I'm going to take one more minute. The word says that we healed. And, 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 and instead of us believing we healed, we'll believe something else. The word says we're prosperous. But nobody's teaching us about it. He says that we are overcomers. Ain't nobody teaching us about being overcomers. Listen, we should be talking about all the benefits that God has given us through the redemptive work of Jesus. And we still talking about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. We should be talking about all the blessings that we have in God through what Christ has done. And we're still talking about Daniel and the lion's den. We should be talking about, about how God wants us to love one another through the love of Christ living in us. He said, he says that, that our roots grow down into his love. We should be teaching about that. And we still talking about Job. Come on, people. Let's let's listen. That's why on our Bible study every Thursday night, you 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 rarely hear me go back and and and, and I don't I don't talk about those stories because I've heard them all my life. You don't hear me teach anything hardly out of the Old Testament. I've heard it all my life. There's nothing wrong with the Old Testament. It's for our learning. It gives us insight, and it all of it is pointed towards Jesus. It's talking about Him, but nobody you don't even hear that part of it. Come on, it's time to learn. It's time to get it together where we can live this life in him. That's all my time on the topic. I don't even know what to call this topic. I'll figure out something. But I'm telling you, God loves you. And he wants to be, listen, he wants to be equipped. Be equipped with everything that he gave us. And he gave it to us for free. For free, y'all. He gave us everything for free. And we're still trying to figure out ways to pay it. That's that's our problem. We, we, it's, listen, his is the, the problem is it's too good to be true. That's that's what that's the problem. What God has done through Christ is so good, it's too good to be true. And you just can't believe it. You say, Well, ain't no way that all I got to do is believe. Ain't no way. Ah oh, no, that's too easy. And so we keep trying to do stuff to add to it. All we have to do is believe it. Jesus, I know God be saying, please go somewhere and sit down. Please stop that. Ain't nobody asked you to do that. Just believe what, what I've done and accept it. I think that's the name I'm going to call it. Believe what he's done. All right, let's go on down to our lunch menu for the day. I, I, you said, well, Jeff, man, you went off the rail. No, I didn't go off the rail. I'm telling you, God loves us enough that he wants us to have everything in him. And see, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't do what he did for us to have to owe him. God is not like man, people. God, God don't have no low self-esteem. Let me say that again. God do not have low self-esteem. He's not looking for a pat on the back. All right. Listen, our lunch menu for today is fish and grits. Our lunch menu for today, fish and grits. You take that fish, whatever kind you get, you fry it up, or you can stew it. And you get you some grits, put a little butter in them, and get you, a, uh, get you a nice soft slice of bread. Fish and grits, get you a, a side of a, a light bread on the side. That's our lunch menu for the day. Listen, let's go on down and get our closing in. 
because I'm telling you every day. Yeah, I kind of say love it, fish and grits. Listen, every day, every day, every day, Deacon Lamb said yes, Lord, on the fish and grits. Listen, every day we 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 say something about our day because it matters what we say about our day. It really matters because the the word says life and death is in the power of the tongue. So it matters what you say about your day. What you say really matters. So if you say something good about your day, you gonna you gonna see something good happen in your day. You get up in the morning, you grind. Bad day gonna be a bad day. I feel it already. You gonna have a terrible, horrible day. <laughs> but if you get up in the morning, you say, God, I thank you for this good day. Day's a good day. So every day we say something good about our day to get our day started. And we speak to our day because our day is waiting with expectation for us to say something good about it. All right. Today is a blessed day. A day full of love because God, you are love. A day full of grace. A day full of mercy. A day full of peace. A day full of joy. A day full of health. A day full of prosperity. A day full of all of who you are, God, because you are our everything. Listen, today is a blessed day. A day full of love because God, you are love. A day full of grace. A day full of mercy. A day full of peace. A day full of joy. A day full of health. A day full of prosperity. A day full of all of who you are, God, because you are our everything. Let's do it one more again for the people in the back and those on the front row that think they know everything. Today is a blessed day. A day full of love because God, you are love. A day full of grace. A day full of mercy. A day full of peace. A day full of joy. A day full of help. A day full of prosperity. A day full of all of who you are, God, because you are our everything. Listen, on this wonderful Wednesday, go love on somebody, help somebody, pray for somebody, but don't let nobody mess up your day, not even yourself. I'm telling you, God loves you. He loves you. He loves you. And we love you, too, here at the Love Morning Show. We out. <laughs>